0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network yes guys what's going on make sure you head over to strepfordpaddock.bigcartel.com
1: check out all the new merch remember members get 10% off go and do it now see you later yo it's monday it?
2: monday innit it's yeah. also known as international what's go on in with covid d-day mm. and there's been leaks you can't buy a player you can't do nothing anymore, can you, without there being leaks. What's all that about, Joe? I don't
1: know. <clears throat> like, leaks used to feel exciting and important, and like they meant something. Now, everything's leaked. If you don't hear about it at least an hour before they want you to hear about it, is it even worth hearing about? Nah. Honestly, is it? No, nah, I don't think Because be all the most important information in the world gets leaked anywhere between 48 hours and one hour before it happens. Yep. So well, what time Boris's thing even? Oh, who even cares but, at Yeah, this we point? know all the info about Seven. it,
0: <coughs> Seven tonight. It's usually, Seven. like tea time, and I just stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing announcements in the Commons now.
1: Yeah, but the roadmap to live in lockdown three, third and final lockdown. Hopefully, the trilogy. Yeah, and they said that about the, the Bourne films, didn't not they? Not a prayer. They said Supremacy yeah. would no, be the uh, COVID,
2: COVID legacy. Yeah, next.
1: they said Ultimatum would be the last one, and next just the you know, last one that Matt Damon. Yeah, was. Yeah, the next one will just be called Boris Johnson, and it's just him back on the. I don't know. Um, we we'll talk about some Man United stuff as well, though today, won't we? Apparently, in terms of Man United, the first game that they're looking at fans being back in stadiums is the last game of the season, Hooray! and we're away to Wolves, Hooray! so no one can go to it because uh, presumably there will be away fans. So, you know, the same way there wasn't a way a before. Gonna
2: away. It's not going to be Isn't there like a ten thousand fan limit in the stadium at first as well? Is that?
0: Did I hear that right?
1: I, I didn't see that. I'm not sure. We'll we'll, ch- we'll check I on mean, that for
0: safety concerns. I think they will just keep on fans because it's not
2: going to be like right. You can come to the stadium,
0: all seventy five thousand of you. No, like it's
2: not going to do that. Either. So unless if it is ten thousand, if it is ten thousand, I just then you're rolling
0: can't it out pretty fast <coughs> for August. Yeah. Well, they're it. saying
1: that everyone should have had the, the, the at least the first vaccination. by But they the also June, said like
2: right? restrictions are going to be in place well beyond the vax- the second dose of the vaccine. Yeah. So you're like, well, okay. So what? Getting what, for pre-season.
1: What, so does that mean we're never coming out of them then? Because um, after well, that's the second I said, dose of the vaccine, that's all we've
0: got. Yeah. We're out of ideas. Yeah. In that case, it's like, let's just die, I guess. Well, no, yeah. more, no more bullshit. If, if it, the vaccines are working and everything's, as it is, as normal, wise, only still keep in lockdown, So it dodge you.
1: Potentially. I have my vaccine today, Andy. Good. What do, you, what do you make of that? They turn your chip on yet? The, no, they don't turn my chip on at all. Have, I'm McCain thinking chip. of getting a, um, a Windows PC, though. I don't know what that's <laughs> about. Uh, but I don't think it's anything my to My dad's do with
0: had that. the vaccine vaccination and my father and my I just think it's the well.
1: combination of, of value for money and build quality is unparalleled, certainly in Apple devices. Um, That's gone, gone over so many people's heads.
2: <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, so we've got a couple of stories here. The big story <clears throat> is, is coming from David Ornstein, who's a very respected, highly respected journalist out of The Athletic. Knows his onions, does he? He knows his onions. And David I spoke Ornstein. to
2: somebody, um, <clears throat> I just spoke to someone about how they respect his work. Mm. Um, from like a club side of things, not necessarily United, but from a club side of things where <coughs> what happens usually is like someone will have a story and they'll go to the club and go, hey, I've heard this. Mm. And then the club will go, oh, that's a load of bollocks. And sometimes they'll go, well, I'm running it anyway, especially well, if they work for the son. Whereas often what Ornstein does, he, he, he comes to you with the full package, supposedly, because mm-hmm. I've never you know had to deal with him in this sense. Uh, although we've had him on the podcast. He comes to you and goes, So I've corroborated this from like four different sources. Right. And
1: uh Prove me wrong. Sort of, yeah. And he kinda just go
2: yeah, we're
1: buying him. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> or well, not? Well, in well let in me this read case. some of this article then. So this is from <coughs> the Athletic, and then we'll we'll, we'll discuss okay. it afterwards. Uh, so this is from David Ornstein in the Athletic. <coughs> Manchester United uh, call cool interest in Sancho with centre back and striker targeted. Last summer's transfer window was dominated by Man United's pursuit of Jadon Sancho, and although it failed to materialise on that occasion, the Dortmund winger has continued to be heavily linked with United ahead of the 2021 campaign. This is the, the key bit here. The next two paragraphs. Given the ongoing financial impact of COVID-19 and Sancho being a year closer to the end of his contract which is in june 2023 it has been reported that dortmund might accept a lower price for the 20 year old at the end of this season uh, than the fee of over 100 million that they wanted previously so that's him sort of mentioning other reports this is where he goes but the athletic has learned that despite retaining an interest in sancho and refusing to rule out signing him if the right deal arises united's bid for the england international has been paused the change is dynamic uh, sorry, the change in dynamic is believed to relate largely to the persistent rise of Mason <coughs> Greenwood, the 19-year-old uh, attacker whose trajectory last week recognised was recognised with a contract extension. So it sounds as though...
2: Let me go back over one of the lines there. Go on.
1: Which one? Which one we're we talking it about? It was
2: the, the line that says, the right deal.
1: Read that yes. one out again. Uh, it says, but the Athletic has learned despite retaining an interest in Jaden Sancho and refusing to rule out signing him if the right deal arises, which as you know, deals just arise. No one has to come up with them and negotiate them and, and make those deals. They just come out of the ground just like volcanoes. Walking, I was
2: walking past Hip Hop Chip Shop down yeah, there, right? Yeah. There are other chips available, but they're not as good, mm. right? I was walking down past Hip pop Chip Shop there and it said, get yourself a Sancho, 70 million in the window. Yeah. The and I The deal was like, just
1: arose, didn't it, Steve?
2: <clears throat> out of nowhere.
1: Um, so that word in there, are you suggesting then that um, I'm United have been Coy, but they still want him?
2: No, I'm suggesting someone at the clubs li- literally giving him that line.
1: What about the right deal yeah. rising?
2: Now, whether or not that's because they're like, we'd like another 10, 15 million off the price. Mm. Or because it's literally word for word correct. Like, yeah, you know, we, we like him, <clears throat> we're not ruling him out, but, you know, we've only got X amount of cash and we've only got X amount of whatever. You know, there could be a a million different factors at play. So, but I'm I'm thinking that there might be something in the, well, if the right deal arises, sort of line.
1: So if we go, Andy, with the, what that you know? What that article is saying, that United aren't so interested in Sancho. Now, let's take it at face value to start with. Yep. Do you think that, w- would that bother you? Do you think we do need a right winger? Do you think we need Sancho in particular? Or do you think they're talking about a centre-back and a striker? Do you think we need those positions more than a right winger? What do you make of that I'm, news? We
0: definitely need a centre-back and a right winger. But um, what do you want to get first? I'd rather get centre-back. But like you say, uh, Dortmund could end up, end up a bidding while well this summer with Chelsea, Liverpool, I've heard Real Madrid as well, so, Liverpool will fall, and they will what, a bounce back in the summer with a marquee signing or something, hmm. so, I don't know, it could go to a bidding war, but, I'd have to concentrate on filling that defence. Do
1: you think, what do you reckon Steve, what, what
0: is United's
1: priority now, if, if, if from your perspective?
2: I don't think, I don't think one position stands out over the rest, I think on a game to game basis it fluctuates, hmm. I think United have got a desperate need, for something at centre half, um, and I think someone at the club's definitely said that to people as well. But the way United got linked with, I don't know every fit playing centre back in the world last month. Yeah, um, but I also still think that there's an issue on the right hand side, and you know Dan James scoring a couple of goals this week shouldn't change that. Mm. Yeah. Well, that he's he's a guy that can go. Okay, well you're the the second choice option and can rotate in and out as a good squad option, fantastic. But we still need better. Mm. You know, like Cavani. He's 33. He's soon to be 34, I believe. Yeah. At least within the next year, I think. Yeah. So you go, yes, right. I just checked it, that's correct. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Within uh, the next 12 months, he'll be 34. like it. So
2: you go, right, okay, so you've got Cavani. We definitely need someone else. Uh, I heard something over the weekend that United had made an inquiry over a striker. Right. Um, very preliminary. Yeah, I'm not having a good day talking today.
1: Preliminary folks <laughs> for anyone at home who wants to know the actual so, argument there. I'm not is putting it, it
2: out there just yet. Yeah, It is on my Patreon, but I'm not putting it out there publicly just yet because a lot can change, and this sounded like it was extremely early doors sort of mm. sounding out, is he interested?
1: So without going into the details of it then, Prim- it isn't Haaland, is it? It's a Premier League striker. A Premier League striker. Ah. So... That suggests to me, as everyone knows, and I'm sure you know we're all aware, that if United are looking at a striker, they're looking at a dozen or half a dozen strikers. So he could and be on the this list. This
2: is the case. I mean, I got burnt big time on this very channel. Mm. Um, back with the day, well, the day before we signed Lukaku. So I know Herrera's agent, and Herrera was obviously in contact with Morata. Morata had told Herrera I'll be a United player by Sunday. He told his agent, his agent told me, I did tomorrow's transfers today, about half an hour after I'd got that message. We signed Lukaku 12 hours later. Right. And
1: I don't, so a video said that I've
2: just been told Morata will be a United player by Sunday.
1: And you had been told that. And well, he I had been told yeah, that.
2: Yeah, and I think Morata had been told that. And we played him.
1: Um, you said about we need, a, we need a centre-back. With Cavani getting on, with Martial's form this season... Do you think str- Like, let's say we can sign three players in the summer and presuming that Sancho isn't one... Or no, if he was available, would he be in one of the three that we'd sign? Because we're not going to sign just one player. Hopefully, we'll sign more Jesus, than one. I
2: hope not. I don't think that we're going to sign three. Uh, here's the thing. You've got to go and find players who you go, oh, he starts. Mm. Do you know, when I tell you the name, you go, oh, shit. Like, yeah. that's what you need. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're not doing
1: that, what what's the fucking point? Well, Andy, last summer we united you could argue i mean cavani's turned out to be a starter hasn't he but i, I think when he was signed he was meant to be an alternative to marshall who at the time had just had his best ever season yeah so we've got cavani we've got Vanderbeke, who seemingly was a, a backup and rotation option in midfield we've got tellers who again has turned out to be a backup and rotation mm-hmm. option um we've got diallo who's too young to say that you know as much expectation and palistri you could argue United didn't sign any first team players, or no players with the intention of there being first team players. So have I we think got almost like a year to catch the up on. Of you think it was definitely?
0: I think United got the fingers burnt last <clears throat> last summer, and on the last day it was a mad rush, and it was a bit embarrassing. Not mm. not against Cavani and all that, but for the image of the club.
1: Yeah, it was embarrassing. We were expecting a blockbuster, we w- we Sancho. W- we, were ex-
0: we we were expecting something big. Now I know it's COVID and all that, but maybe this summer now we have to make. A statement.
2: It's not a mm. bollocks when you come out and say, oh, regardless of COVID, we can do things other clubs can't. Exactly. And then you you do less than those clubs do. Mm. It's a bit shit.
1: It's, so. it's a touch embarrassing, isn't it? And, and obviously we spent a, a decent chunk of change on Van der Beek and the United tried to talk as though Bruno was part of the summer wage budget, didn't they, by, oh, we didn't expect to be able to sign anyone in January because... Like, bullshit yeah so they they sort of took that off, off the overall feed I mean, and whatever
0: then... happens progression we've made this season come the end of yep. it we have to push on and this is the mistake what we didn't make in 2018 you know, when we finish second, we have to push right, on now. Fred DeLoe and Lee Grant. Yeah, exactly. We have right. to push on. Are you on. telling
1: me that Lee Grant isn't the most versatile goalkeeper you've ever seen? Well, He, he was, was none of the keepers I've seen would... holding up the subs board. Right. He's
0: got a job there Def- now.
1: Do you think the, the third official went to him and was like, oh, do you fancy doing that? I can't be honest. <laughs> I, I, I think have he was no, like, no Excuse idea. Excuse me, sir, can I put the numbers in and hold that fella up? What, I'd like a six-year-old yeah. getting into the flight camp? Ollie was like, we've got a young lad here. He can't really get a job because he's not very good. Can he hold the board up? That's all
2: the bollocks that, Joe because he, he's, he's actually very good.
1: Well, he's 30, he better be good. He's on 30 grand a fucking week, Steve. He's all
0: on, right. f- is it, f- he's 36 now in there? Is he? Son of a lad. Anywhere between 30 and. He's on a coaching staff next season. So the P- coaching he staff better, be now. He's on it
1: now. P- yeah, P- I was P- going to P- say he better be on it already because he ain't but doing Joel, anything But at
2: like, if I just pulled three names out my ass and went oh. Sancho, Neves, Holland, Mings, right? right? Just because you're not going to get free blockbusters here, so let's be okay. honest. Someone's going to have to be Mings, right? Let's say it was those. Yeah, Mings probably starts.
1: What Mings and Maguire potentially? Two bulky lads there. Bulky boys. Bulky, bulky boys. bulky boys. Yeah. Couple bulks does at centre back.
2: Never starts. Sancho starts. Yeah. So even if Mings wasn't and he was like the third wheel, yeah. you've improved your eleven. Yeah, and that's what you've got to do. You've got to improve your eleven.
1: See, I think this summer has almost accidentally improved our 11. Like, bringing Tellers in has improved Luke Shaw and improved a rotational option in Tellers when he does play. Cavani has improved because he's been much better than Martial this season. I think he was much
2: better than any of us expected as well.
1: Yeah, he came in and we're like, oh, there's a reason he scored 370 career goals. Mm -hmm.
2: Maybe world-class players, even when they're a touch old, are really good. Mm. Although that didn't quite work out with Sanchez, so fuck knows what happened there.
1: Yeah, that is... Striking. Unless it was just a pure Mourinho Falcao thing. Falcao, too. Di Maria. Although Di Maria wasn't bad. Maybe he didn't play badly. You
2: know, maybe you give Mourinho loads of attacking options and it does not make a fucking difference, as you kind of see him with like Son and Kane.
1: Uh, we've got a super chat from Peter Kelly. said, Can Liverpool really attract or afford Sancho without the ability to offer European football? <coughs> That'd be so good. Imagine if they finished 10th or 15th or something.
2: Here's the thing with Sancho as well, right? I can't state this strongly enough. Sancho mm. will come to Manchester United in a heartbeat but united of the issue Mm. united agreeing a few what would you say united of the issue
1: or dortmund of the issue because at the time i was fuming at united for not just spend the money get the player get him in if he's the one you want just do it 120 millions but looking back in the the year we've had and not to be all covid all that because you know like united seemed to come out and be like well you know don't affect us guys um is it kind of good that for once United didn't just get bent over and pay over the odds for him? Because no. now we might be able to no, get him for not. 50 million less than that.
2: Right, but we're not, are we? Well, we don't know. Okay, if we get him for
1: 50 million... They no, 50 million it. less than that, so 70 million. All right,
2: if they get him for 70 mil, you yep. played a blinder. Yeah, Because that's a free extra player in theory. Now, we know our owners. That means that's extra dividends. Yeah. Whereas if it went straight into the team, I don't think anyone would have a problem with that.
1: No. Uh, MG99 says if Fulham get relegated, I wouldn't mind Luckman. It uh, looks pretty, looks like a decent player. Played well against United, didn't he? But, you know, there's a difference between look, looking out right at Fulham and coming in and improving Man United. Yeah. Um, I, I do hope we get Sancho. I still. mean,
0: you've got to think about outgoings as well this summer.
1: That's a good point. Oh, who's, who's on the way out? Philip. Jones. Pogba.
2: Mm.
0: Probably Pogba.
2: Oh, if, if you can find the right. Ra- the thing is, though, I don't think it's as done as everyone's assuming it is. Because you've got to find someone willing to pay his not
1: minimum wage. What's he on about 280? Reportedly.
2: Uh, yeah, but what's he asking for? That's a good point, yeah.
1: Cause this is probably the big boy, isn't it? Yeah,
2: this is your your fat it's twenty seven now. Yeah. They go down after this one. Yeah. If or not, they stay the same. Yeah. You you you're looking for a fat old re-
1: what pay, I mean. If you're it, ever gonna get paid four hundred grand a week, this is what, your what you're looking
0: for, cash player, straight cash. I mean, depends and you, you, it and depends you use that cash straight away to fund another transfer.
1: If he's going to Juventus, you want cash. Unless it I mean, even if it was Ronaldo, I think. Pogba's
2: Real does not on the table no
1: not prep. so if it's, if it's Juve you want cash Real if Madrid Real Madrid Defender. cash well there,
2: there, there might be a deal to be made with Real Madrid um, with Varans in the same situation literally identical situation that Pogba's in he's got like just over a year left on his deal he's refusing to sign it there might be a swap so Rooney that you can do because they're similarly uh, valued sounds, they're a yes. similar age yeah and it worked perfectly last time with did, it didn't we so why will not you
1: do it again give him a Mkhitaryan again we've yeah, <laughs> We've got, <we're>, we can <laughs> we find yeah. a Mkhitaryan we'll get ourselves one Mkhitaryan Lingard well someone said this on Twitter last
2: night um, if he was trying to sign Jesse Lingard what would his price be now forgetting everything you know about Jesse Lingard and you look at the guy's performances the last like three week that's probably a 50 60 million pound player especially yeah. with the mean English which all, it automatically puts 20 million on top anyway
1: yeah well people are talking you know Ooh, Grealish me is, me all, is 90 million but you know the, again if you look Swapping for Grealish. Oh yeah, but you, in all plus honesty plus twenty million. You're gonna 20. struggle to get twenty million. You're gonna plus struggle to get thirty million for Lingard. We ain't getting thirty million for Lingard, no. let alone Grealish swaps No. Um, I think we'll get twenty. Right, at, so at best. Right,
2: you be Aston Villa. Okay. No, I'll be Aston Villa Hi, you Aston try and Villa here. You, you try and buy Link Grealish off me
1: for Legal. Yo, World. Villa, are you doing pal? Right. Um <laughs> We we were just looking, didn't we talk to a couple of transfer windows? Oh ago? yeah, you found up about Jackie Grealish. Yeah, we still really like him. We know he likes driving when COVID's happening and he puts videos and he pictures. What does up him. the M6 like? Well, he likes putting it up the M6 as well by some <laughs> of the pictures we've seen. Um, we think, you know, because he's, he has the, with these difficulties, we've come up with an idea of a, a swap. Oh, Jack swapsies, Riz. right? Yeah, like a little funny swapsies. Oh, you got in mind, like? Well, we've got a very good midfielder who um, looks like he's leaving the club. Paul um, Pogba? Similar to Paul Pogba. Oh, right. He's friends with Paul Pogba. Oh, that's in, in, in terms of quality, very similar to Paul Pogba. You might have heard of him. Jesse Lingard. Right. We give you him. You give us yours. Okay. So, how much would you be willing to pay for Jack Grealish without putting a player down? Without putting a player down, yeah. Probably talking... Seven or eight million. Easy. <laughs> and we think Lingard's worth more than that. Right. If you'd like to buy him, mm. we'll do it for 80. 18? It's 10 million more than eight we wanted. it's Oh, eight, zero. Mm. That does seem a lot, doesn't it?
2: But if you do want to do a swap, mm. we'll do it for 72.
1: <laughs> right. All right. Go on, then. You can do it. You can have him. Have you seen how well he's, how well he's played for three weeks? You've clearly not been watching the l- West Ham. Who are above you in the league, might I add? I'm making it worse, aren't I? 76 and Jesse Lingard. You can have him. Deal. Yeah, it's going to be a tough on that not it? Going to be a tough trade. 70 million and Jesse. <sighs> nah, that's too much. 60 million and Jesse. 50 and Jesse. 50 and Jesse seems fine.
0: 50 and Jesse, I think you might have a deal there. That
1: feels like a, a right thing to do, doesn't it? Would he's, you do that? He's in South Manchester as well, so you know, you're on the M60. Uh, you, don't, yeah.
0: you don't travel far, it. Straight
1: oh, down the M6. Either. Yeah, you take... And also, if, if Pogba is going, we're going to need someone in there, aren't we? and I know van der Beek's good, but as we've seen recently, it only takes one bad week of injuries and we've literally got two midfielders left or two cent- midfielders who play centrally left in Fred and Matic. So, yeah, I think we can't just let Pogba go and hope van der Beek's going to replace him. Uh, Ross Murphy says, very good impression. Um, should we move on a little bit and talk about a, a, another topic that, that we've been looking at today? Is it the KFC pizza
2: combination pizza? No, that was
1: last night's topic. You you can give us a quick review of that. Shite. Lovely. Popcorn, chicken, sweet corn and gravy all on top of a Pizza Hut. Uh, this podcast isn't sponsored by Pizza It is in fact sponsored by Windows 10, the greatest operating system ever put out by humanity. Stop going over people's head. Uh, thank you. Um, for anyone who'd like Windows 10, we do offer a discount. <laughs> Manchester Evening <laughs> News has reported that David De Gea, the, uh, the Manchester, the your old favourite not so good now, uh, has reported that uh, Dean Henderson may be interested in effing off if he isn't assured over his place as the first-choice goalkeeper at Manchester United next season, mm. shall we? Shall we give you a bit of the a, a bit of the article, and then you can get your opinion on I don't it. On the article, okay.
2: Of course.
1: You think? Yeah. There's no way we How can. How old do is an... he now?
2: He's like 25?
1: I think he's younger than that, but 23. Okay. He's frustrated by a lack of playing time in the Premier League and has no intention of playing second fiddle to De Gea again next season.
2: Yeah. Do you know why that's come out? Because De Gea had another underwhelming performance where he's yeah. not doing the kinds of things that Dean Henderson does do. Mm-hmm. So here's what's happened. Dean Henderson, or his agent, because it's probably not Dean Henderson, mm-hmm. are putting stories into the papers to put a bit of pressure on the club. And I, I don't, I'm not mad at it, to be honest <laughs> with you. I understand it. Because he obviously wants to be, him and his <coughs> agent, want him to be the first choice at Manchester United. And... I think he's overtook De Gea maybe by like one two percent. I don't think it's like an enormous sort of I don't think he's I don't think De Gea's like finished get rid of him. Yeah. But I think if the, it's like this, it's like two lorries racing each other mm. up a hill.
1: Down the A one. And you're like, yeah.
0: Christ, one of them's going one mile an hour faster. Right. And that's Dean Anderson at the minute. I mean, I saw something against Chelsea, dad last week, he was commanding his box and shouting out his instructions where do you see De Gea ever do that? mm and I like that, and I want to see more of that. That's what a back four, that's what a goalie should do, not just stand there with his arms all over the place saying, mm. What's going on?
1: I wanted to get your opinion on this, Steve. I agree with you there, by the way, Andy, that that's one thing De Gea never has had. And do you think now, more than maybe ever, even including when Fergie was there, although less so, that our need for a goalkeeper that stays on his line, that is a great shot stopper, isn't as high as it has been? On, you know, now we play a bit further forward. We play higher up the pitch. We need someone that commands his box because the yeah. the main way we concede are counter attacks and set pieces. Whereas before, under Jose and, and Louis, we, Jose in particular, we'd sit back. We'd sit on the edge of the box. He could make seven or eight shots a game. And look, saves world a game. Yes, yeah. but when's the last time he had seven shots to save in a game? I can't think of it no. and, and now what he has to do instead is claim his box and control his area and that's just not something he's very and, good and at and kick off possession yeah. and we looked terrible last
2: night against Newcastle trying to play out it looked like under sevens who'd just been given the idea of what playing out was mm. and they were like well I've never tried this before Well, apparently I get it and I give it him and then he gives it him mm. and, it, and it just looked disjointed it looked like we'd never practiced it which is mental because I'm sure we are practicing it even though some people in the comments now are like, well, we definitely not. Mm. Um, But I'm sure we are practicing it. But we look shy at it. Mm. Like, objectively shit at it. So I think when Henderson plays, we don't actually look as noticeably shit at it. Mm. I know. We also see him coming out of his box. We also see him... He started a counter-attack the other day. Mm. And we scored off it. Can you even think of once that's happened with Dave?
1: Nope. I'm sure it has, but, yeah, it, it certainly wasn't in the last seven days. <laughs> Do you know what I, mean? like, yeah, I Seven years? Wow. Is, I can't think of that. It, that's not what he's good at, is it? And Yeah, I just think De Gea's distribution used to be... meant. This is why yeah. I think... I wonder if
2: this has been a consequence of having, like, five different keeper coaches over the last few years because he was mega under Eric Steele. De Gea used to have, like, past that first little wave of an opposition press, mm. he used to have a, a great little boop over the top of that, yeah. just a nice little dink into, like... Carrick or someone like that and maybe that's the thing like you haven't got a Carrick for him to to find every Mm. time that's always available and then he would progress up the pitch of it They had that for days out to the flank a little bit usually one of the fullbacks or into that sort of number six hole where Carrick was his distribution was really good of late since this like new rule change where you're allowed centre house in the box Mm. it's kind of like just completely befuddled him and he looks awful doing it. Mm. Like, Manchester City in the League Cup last year was one of the worst performances I've ever seen from a United team. And a lot of it was the down to... Yeah, the, 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 well, the first half, if we're being serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it three and three and a half time? at halftime. Absolutely bummed, right? Yeah. When you see the likes of Phil Jones and De Gea just completely crumbling under the slightest of pressure from Manchester City. City weren't hammering us. Not pressing at least, anyway, yeah. they were hammering us at the match, but they weren't hammering us, pressing us. They were just sort of loosely marking us, mm. and we just crumbled. And then he would go long, and we're going long to like fucking Lingard and stuff, and, you, and Rashford. And you're like, they're not winning at us. No. And the ball was just coming straight back, and it's keeping us under pressure. And it's Those key moments in a game are the reason that you lose football matches.
1: Do you think that that's... How much of that do you put on De Gea, though? Because obviously, when we're playing... like Obviously, that game was, was another thing. But this season, we're trying to play out from the back. Is that just the goalkeeper? Or is that, you know, the full defence and the defensive midfielders that, are, that need to be improved there?
2: Yeah, it's, it's not a 100% blame De Gea thing. Like, you've seen him go to Fred in the sixth role and Fred drop it yeah. and, like, fall over and stuff. And you've seen... You know, certain players have been handling it quite well there. But mm. it, to me... In the few game sort of sample size that we've got, when we play out with Henderson, and again, different opposition. You can't do A-B testing in football. It don't work like that. When we've seen Henderson do it with you know, with different opposition, admittedly, it doesn't look as forced. It looks more fluid. It looks more natural. He looks more confident doing it. It just looks better.
1: It does look better, doesn't it? Um- and <clears throat> Who do you prefer out of Henderson and De Gea? Obviously, we haven't seen as much of Henderson, and De Gea has been great for United down the years. But do you think that United play a certain way that we need someone more like Henderson now?
0: I think we do. It's coming to a crossroads now. Mm. Um, I think De Gea knows he's going to get a fight. He's he's in for a fight. and uh, I would like to see more of Henderson between now and the end of the season. I mean, we play Thursday. I mean, Mm. we've got three big away games. Well, surely
1: Henderson's playing in that with 4-0 up. It, you yeah. know, it's almost unthinkable
0: that United wouldn't go you know, through I'd to rock the, the casbah man just play him Sunday would you F- fuck him fuck the hill. I'm sorry man you, it's a big game we need mm. big we, we need strong minds for Sunday at Chelsea because that is a six point for top four
1: yeah it's a tough game sorry, sorry the Gea big hell. old game now. yeah it is big and old game big games all because obviously with their new manager and I don't think they've lost under him yet have they it's a couple of draws a few wins is so. he in
2: my ear saying big game
1: yeah
2: Echo. he's not working Sunday is he
1: Uh, he is yeah but he don't come on the watch alongs because Cam we're talking about who's a Chelsea fan he don't come on the watch alongs because he gets too upset if he he loses well not only that he got abused the last time he came 4-0 wasn't it Mm -hmm. Um, we've got another uh, little transfer story as well to to get into Uh, Fiorentina's Nikola Milenkovic uh, apparently will go to England with United uh, the top suitors for the centre back and this is according to reports in Italy big boy he is a big boy 6 foot 5 I don't know much about him particularly we were linked with him before we signed Harry Maguire He's a young lad, only 23 years old. Do you think, I mean, what we know, I don't know much about him personally. I know he's Serbian, he's, I think, six foot five, big lad. Is that the sort of player we need, or is it just mm. a good player, regardless Sounds, of, of, of the target player?
0: Could be promising that, could be promising. You need a beast at the back and then yeah. something to take the pressure off Harry. So, uh potential partner, who knows?
1: What do you reckon? Do you know much about him?
0: I've watched bits of him, but no, no, I wouldn't be an
1: expert on him.
2: Uh, I got I'll just read, read this uh, comment out here yeah, from on. A from. He says build a report in the opposite to the Athletic about Sancho. So mm. Sancho's buying United.
1: That's weird. No, Sancho's not buying United. Oh wait. Oh, I don't know what the opposite of someone not buying a player is. Him, but is buying them. He's, he's buying wow. United. Isn't it? That's exciting. Wow. I didn't think he had the money. If he's oh. out
0: hunting, in Hattersley, Oh, what you call it mm. down Cheshire way? Yeah, then we're getting him. But
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting, isn't it? Because there's there's often these sorts of like this story and then the opposite to that story. It, 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 on any given week, you see that. When was it with, with Pogba when two days before we signed him, Juve's chief came out. I was like, poor Pogba we've not even spoke to Man United. Two days later, he's signed for Man United. They always
0: put out a count as yeah. one, don't they? And yeah. there's, a,
1: there's a music video which you didn't do today. Yeah, <laughs> It's just been released. It must have been filmed <laughs> well in advance. Um, So yeah, it's 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 always hard to know, isn't it? But I mean, as far as David Ornstein, you know, his reliability goes, David Ornstein is certainly toward the top of that list, isn't he? It's in England. But you can only report what you're told. Yeah. And if you're given false
2: information, you're given false information. Mm. And that's the thing, unless you're, I mean, even if you're Raiola in a deal, you can still be wrong because the club can Mm. screw you. You know, the opposition club can screw you. No, if you're an agent, it's not like the player's going to screw you on it. But it's like, possible, I'm sure. Yeah, it, it can go tits up at any moment in a deal. You can fail a medical and not happen. Yeah, like, I can't believe people go. oh, trust me, this transfer is going to happen. What are you? Are you in all four corners of this conversation?
1: And in this guy's knees yeah, and like, ankles.
2: You can't say that. You can. All, the only thing you can say
0: is that the interest is real. That bid is likely. To you be don't real. believe it's are holding up the shirt, man. It? I'll yeah,
1: you can never be certain, can you? Um, and also, the whole thing of having that safety net of if the right op deal becomes available, United would still be interested. To me, just sounds like United going, play it cool, play it cool. Don't I'm not going to ring her, her off.
2: I'm not ring after I've just dropped her off.
1: Yeah. I heard you get in all right. You dropped me off. Yeah. Did you get in all right? I saw You You saw me come through the door. I know, but then there's the stairs up to you. <laughs> okay, see ya. I'm, drink, I'm driving and I'm on the phone. Um, yeah, I think we're being a bit... Um, <laughs> needy column is a little bit and also a little Clinger. bit We're covering all bases it. with that it's like United aren't as interested in Sancho unless he becomes available for a decent fee which is surely that was always the case surely we would only sign him if he was available for a fee United deemed worth paying anyway
0: 70 million that's it 80 at, at a pinch mm. no more no less
1: that's a lot though isn't it yeah, eighty, no it's more, no less, so, no less.
2: It's so much money.
1: It's so much. It's madness. But in City, just City spent sixty on Diaz, didn't they? Right, sort of yeah. Under but the like, City a, a don't
2: verb. do the record signings. All they did with Mares. I mean, I, I was listening to a commentator the other day going on. Oh, City don't get the credit that they got that they deserve for uh, the way they've like managed and like that Marez has get for playing well. You're like, you bought him for seventy five million. Mm. I'm pretty sure that was what you tried to buy.
1: Yeah. What, like, what, what's what the else surprise did you, you expect?
2: Like, oh, we've took a real gamble on this proper up-and-comer for 75 million. Yeah. Like, it's
0: not 400 grand, is it? No, yeah, it's it's not, not, like, it was a stalemate, and he only paid the 60, didn't he? Now he's worth that.
2: Outside yeah. of him, they don't usually do the 100 million pound signings. They've not entered that sort of realm, really. They did a bit early doors, uh, Mansour era. They did. They was buying, like, Lescott for 24 million. Went, you know, that was madness. That was, like... You know, a shade under the, the top price for defenders at the time, but latterly they've sort of you know done pretty good work finding out the release clause of players, very good players, and then been paying like forty to fifty million sort of mark for for very very good players, and then they bought four of them for every position, mm. and now you're wondering why they look unbeatable.
1: Yeah, they've got like hundreds of millions you know, worth of players sat on the bench.
2: Yo, know, how many players has Pep had? It's like thirty
1: something ridiculous.
2: We're still playing with Fergie's players.
1: Yeah, sad that innit? it.
2: Fergie's,
0: yeah, it's still alright. I mean, eight years ago, he fucked off. Yeah, and left us. I mean, City, if they want, we'll have to pay over that hundred million bar- barrier if they want Ireland.
1: Well, he's got a release clause, hasn't he? Next season, but if million. they want to buy him this year, you probably pay more than that release clause to get. And him Dortmund will
2: probably sell if you if you slapped like a one on the table. Then you know their business model is sell our best players all the time. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure they take it.
1: Yeah. We've got another story here from the Mirror uh, talking about United. Set to raid Derby County's Academy for three teenagers. <laughs> now, we've already seen Mengi go the other way. Obviously, is the manager of Derby for anyone who, who doesn't know. Um, apparently, we're, we're talking uh, about a 750 grand windfall, which I think is basically compensation uh, for the likes uh, uh, Well. There's a few plays that they're talking about, um, but rather than it going to a tribunal and all that sort of stuff, United are kind of going to go. We think this is fair, and Derby will go. So do we. Um, well, it's because the FA usually set the price. Uh, the, the price is actually known
2: beforehand. Like if he's made X amount of 23 appearances, yeah, 21. Like, like a graph. England thing. Yeah, li- literally. Like you can just go. Who is it? That's how much you're going to pay. Like, and it's quite low. I think it should be a little higher, especially if you're. Like a Premier League team, and maybe they should do it a little bit like American sports do. or like, not the draft, but like, if you come bottom, you get first pick. Mm. Yeah. Like, so if you're City United, Liverpool, or your bigger Premier League teams, yeah. Let's say you're finishing the Champions League spaces, maybe that means that if you're buying a Derby County Academy player, you pay a million pound more than West Ham would, mm. or something like that. You know, and if you're, you know, a Premier League team, maybe it's a million, maybe it's two. If you're in the top, maybe it's like five hundred grand. If you're in a Championship club, say it like that rather than just
1: it's the same price for MK Dons as United. Well, that's mm. a little bollocks, isn't it? It is, but then I suppose the other side of that will be any club who's going to lose their uh, players will only want to lose them to big clubs because they get more money for that player. Yeah, well, so that you're not
2: going to have uh, a, a player poaching downwards because the player's not going to say yes to that.
1: No, but it's if you know a team who might be bigger than let's say it's Bristol City and then the team who wants their player is Sheffield United. They're bigger than Bristol City but they still haven't got the money of Man United available to them. I know what you mean. Something where it's instead because of it's, all the best players like going to all the best of, teams.
2: And it's not even at some cases because if you get them at like 14 and 15, yeah. there's like a fucking mint arrow a pay. to pay. Yeah, like, yeah. It's pathetic. Yeah. And especially when you think you know, there's so many great players. If you look at the England squad, as the only sort of metric we can on this mm. because we're talking about English football in the main. When you look at the makeup of that England squad, there's maybe a ha- half a dozen players at best in the entire squad out of like the 26 mm. that came through at an academy, stayed at academy that entire way yeah. and made it into the first team, like Marcus did. Yeah, Very often they either went out on loan yeah. to get experience at a lower level or they started at a lower level and moved up, Chris like Deli Alley or Chris Martin or something yeah. like that, or Vardy. Or that you know, is the extreme example yeah. of that. But
1: well, there's plenty of examples. Yeah, of that people like that. that have come
2: for it, League One, League Two yeah. or Championship and then moved into a Premier League club or blah, 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 blah. And I think that there's something in getting minutes at that lower level. So I would want... Um, like, literally, we just had uh, Mason Holgate and mm. um, Ben Godfrey on the Rio Ferdinand podcast with us. Now, Mason was on trial at United from Barnsley yeah, and he didn't want to sign for United because he'd already played first team for Barnsley and he was so like, bad. am I going to go Is back? Bar-
1: Is he from Barnsley?
2: I'm not sure where he's from. Oh. He's, I think he's a Yorkshire lad though.
1: You'd know if he was from Barnsley with the accent.
2: It's not a strong accent that he's got. Bastard. But he said, you know, he was thinking, so this was when Marcus made his day, was like 2016, he was on trial at United. And he, he had the, the mental clarity to go, I don't want to come here mm. because I'm just going to be moved into the 23s and then probably bend in three years. Yeah. He's like, I've already played first team here. So I'm not going back playing under 23s. Mm. Um, so he got injured in his first game and then never pursued going back. Um, so I think there's something in just getting minutes, me. Mm. at 18 to 21. And I think you'll have a, a stronger sort of whole game, and you'll have a stronger national team. Not like I give a fuck about national team, but it makes you know, all the leagues stronger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you can allow like your Barnsleys and you know, your Shrewsbury's and stuff, Mm -hmm. to keep hold of their better youngsters and not see them go to City and Chelsea and United and stuff like that.
1: These lads who are... The reason they haven't been mentioned in this article is because they're both... The three of them are under 15. So it's not even like they get to 17s, 18s, you know, 23s is a different matter entirely, but they don't even get to that level because before they're good enough to prove that they can, they're nabbed off and taken to, to United and City and Chelsea as well, primarily. Yeah. No, I, I
2: agree. I like and A lot of people say, like, you've got to have the, some sort of B-team, second-tier Premier League thing, so you can get these players' experience. And I get that, and I understand that from a Premier League club perspective. Mm. But I also think that if just allow players to develop at other clubs, like it doesn't necessarily mean that they're getting better or worse coaching mm. at fucking Chef Wednesday, Versus United. Obviously, once you get them, you know, through the academy and into the first team, that might be different then. But there's there's clearly something in developing them and getting them game time at a lower level because the England squad alone tells you that. You know, apart from Trent, when was the last time Liverpool brought for an academy player to international level? Can you even think, Gerard. Well, Jamie Carragher Madrigal. was literally doing summer, and he he went. You know, Liverpool have brought loads of players through. He said this in the last ten years. Yo, me, Gerard and Trent and I was like... That was 20 years ago. Yeah, what are you on about?
1: Yeah, that was literally 20 years ago. It's yeah.
0: the law, innit? it? It's the law of the club. I mean, mm. did, he, did these lads want to see, come come see United from diabet, or had a family pushing him to mm. come here? So you don't know.
1: No, you don't know. Um, Right, that's going to be all from us, I think. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. United, obviously, in, after Jaden Sancho, but not unless it's cheap, Steve. That's, I mean, that's basically the story, isn't it? United don't want him anymore. Unless he's for a good but fee, we do. then we do want him. Penny
0: pinches FC. Oh, Penny pinches oh as, FC. as someone else said,
2: Builder reported that Sancho's buying us, apparently. Great. That may or may not be a complete misreading of the situation, but we'll roll with it.
1: I think it might be. Uh, It'd be good. Cheers for joining us, Steve. Cheers for coming on uh, as well, Andy. We're going to be bringing all the uh, build-up to United against Sociedad and, of course, a huge game of the weekend. United against like Chelsea. Make sure you like the video as well if you've enjoyed the video. Thank you uh, to everyone for Super Chats and for commenting Uh, Getting in there as well. Uh, Let us know what you think. Let us know if you think it's time to move on from Sancho, whether a striker and a centre back should be the priorities. And let us know what you think about De Gea and Henderson as well. Is it time for Henderson to get a a few games in a row? Because a lot of pundits and a lot of people are starting to swing that way now, I think, aren't they? Um, Right. Once again, thank you for joining me, lads. We'll see you in a bit. Sports Social Podcast Network.